Hi, I'm Kate All, host of the Empowered Agency Podcast. This is the podcast for service providers, VAs, and agency owners looking to create their ideal agency. Each season is broken down into 10 episodes, 15 minutes or less every Sunday. Let's dive in. This is season six, episode three, talking about testimonials. So I have some funny feelings sometimes about testimonials. How do you ask for them? Where do you share them? What about names? Then what happens if clients read them and want the same success the testimonial is displaying? So you're kind of in this little pickle, right? I kind of think of it like weight loss ads. People say at the bottom with this little asterisk, these results are not typical. Now, I'm not saying that when you display your testimonials, you need to say every time these results are not typical, but I do think that is helpful for everybody to read. Or maybe a statement that you come up with yourself that says something like, individual results may vary. That's super helpful. So then everybody knows, wow, I might not get this type of success, but I love that their company does X. So let's talk about like how you ask them, where to display them, should you use names. So before we get to that, actually, I want to address this. Everybody tells you under the sun, you should have case studies, you should have testimonials. And the reason for this being is that people want to know that you have history, experience, and success. They want to know that you've had wins. They want to know that you've actually worked with their type of niche. They want to see themselves in this story. The first time I experienced this was an email that I sent a long time ago about one of our clients. And it literally was me just sharing the success that she had had. And for our clients, since we do Pinterest marketing, the majority of the success is weighted on them. They have to create content and they have to have a place for people to go where they can drive conversions. If that website and that content is not there, then we're really like a rudderless ship. It doesn't work to do Pinterest marketing if you don't have those things. So I was sharing her story simply to encourage everybody that Pinterest is the place that you should be. Well, what ended up happening is people were like, how can I hire you? What can I, how can I learn from you? Where can I go? And I was not prepared because truthfully, I didn't think I was sharing a testimonial. And it highlighted for me that it has to be done in a very authentic way. So I'm in the process of overhauling my testimonials as well. We've added them on the site. We've put them on every page that we have over time, but I'm going to look at them through a new lens with adding results are not typical. And then two, being honest about what niche they're in, what things they've put into it, because for somebody to read it, and let's say it's about a food creator and compare it to somebody who is selling a physical product, that's not an apple to apple. You can't look at a food creator and assume you're going to get the same success when you're somebody who sells a physical product. So making sure that people know exactly who it is you're talking about and what type of niche they're in. So how do you ask for them? Number one is in in our check-ins. That's a big one. So you don't want to ask for them when somebody's leaving. I mean, you do want to ask for them when somebody's leaving, but you also want to ask for them when they're happy. So thinking about a time right now where you're working really well with a client, they're getting great success. Say, hey, would you mind completing a testimonial of just a few sentences for me so I could share that on my website or I can share that on my social? So those are the places that you can display them on your social, in your email, on your website. 
And now, should you use names? Okay, there's a lot of debate on this, but here's what we have experienced over the years. Some people are very private. They do not want other people knowing that they are using your services. So for you to use their name, they just don't want anybody to know. Also, maybe they left a different company and they've come to you and they don't want anyone to know that they've left, you know, that this other company that they've hired you. Or maybe they just in general don't want their name out there. It's okay for you to ask, hey, can we use your name? But be prepared for people to say no. Some people are private about their businesses. Is it great to have a name, especially one if it's well known? Of course, you always want to ask. Some people have even built it into their contracts that as a result of being a client, we are allowed to use their names. Some people balk at that. They say, can you take that out of the contract? So just know that if you put that in there, they may come back at you and say, eh, you got to take this out. So writing them. Sometimes people, if they write in their own words, it sounds amazing. Sometimes if people write in their own words, it sounds terrible, right? So if you need to edit, make sure you ask them. Say, hey, can I edit this a little bit to be formatted for the space and kind of condensed? They may say, absolutely. Most people do. I've never had anybody come back and say, nope, those are my words. Don't edit them. Here's a funny story. We were about to work with a client and actually we we just did a discovery call and they asked us to write them a testimonial in the discovery call about their product that we had no experience with. So time your testimonials well and for the right audience. Of course we said no. What they were trying to do is manipulate the system and get a better Google review, get more um, testimonials on their website, but we had no idea about them or who they were or what their product was. So Make sure that people have worked with you for a couple of months before going in for the ask. Also, you can call to action at the end of your offboarding, people leaving a Google review. We have Google My Business and we have filled out kind of our online profile. People are more than welcome to leave Google reviews there if that's where they want to leave them. Now, here's the kicker. What if somebody leaves a negative review? I always, I'm a big review reader. So when I read through reviews, Here's the number one thing I'm looking for. I'm looking for the company to respond because sometimes there's reviews from people and they are just like, this person is terrible. In fact, I was doing this last night. I was looking at reviews on Viator for a boat trip we were going to take. And somebody gave this boat trip a one star and they said, this was terrible. We saw no wildlife. The seas were really wild and crazy. And I can't believe this company made this day look like this. And the operator responded and said, we're very transparent about the way in which our boat tours will be conducted when the weather is volatile. And so I'm sorry that you didn't have a very good experience. We did refund you 50%. I was like, okay. They followed up to this complaint and they provided a solution. So if you have a cranky client and they leave a review, Think clearly for about 24 hours or rage out for 24 hours, whatever you want to do. Loop back around and respond to them in like in kindness, not in kind, so that people can see that you've responded, that you've addressed their concern. Because majority of the time, we have already addressed their concern. We have already worked to make sure that they're taken care of. 
So just know that if you do get feedback that is negative, take it with a grain of salt. Learn from it. Fail forward and think about what you're going to do better. But remember, for every one negative comment, there are 10 people who think you're awesome. And so just keep that in your back pocket. Okay. With that, this week's challenge, grab one testimonial, put it on your website, put it on your social, put it somewhere so that somebody else can read about how awesome you are. Alrighty. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. If you have not left a review yet, please take 30 seconds to leave a review. I would love to hear how this podcast is impacting you. I know it's short, sweet to the point, but I want to make sure that you're getting the tips that you are looking for as you grow and scale your agency. Thanks so much for listening.